Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right up to our discussion of that great American summertime of tradition, the amusement park, and the roller coasters that thrill us and scare our pants off at the same time. But first, Space Balloons, Super Assassin Stunts, the International Friendship Exhibition, and America's Deadliest Water Park. Keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle and win your sweetie a Cupid doll. It's time to hit the trail of the Gold Key Adventure Society. Down at the end of the midway, just past the Zoltar fortune-telling machine, we find the sideshow, a big striped tent with gaudy, lurid posters outside touting the weird, wonderful oddities you'll find on the inside. While the barker encourages you to step right up, hurry, 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 see the globe-trotting super assassin stunt show and the mountainside hotel, marvel at the outer space balloon and quiver in fear of the terrible looping water slide of death. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sold. First, I was wondering, if we had stopped at that Zoltar machine back there before going into the sideshow, what would your big wish be? For COVID to have never happened. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, I'd, I'd say that I wanted something poetic like lunch with Walt Disney, but really it would be no more <laughs> pandemic. Well, I would probably wish to, I don't know, possibly be a little bit taller. Or maybe even possibly a baller. Oh. Maybe even a girl. If who you had a girl, would you call? I, I would call her. <laughs> maybe a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six four Impala. Wow. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. This yeah. is just top of the head stuff. Yeah, yeah. you do be spitting truth. <laughs> That's for the kids out there. Hey. What about you, Dan? Um, all those things sound really good. Actually, yeah. I'm a little surprised that none of you guys wanted to be a 12 year old who gets to have uh, sexual relations with a grown woman. <laughs> well, well you can take it there. Andy, we don't talk about that on the. <laughs> <laughs> There's weird things about Up, and uh, that's and big. That's yeah, of, that movie. Big, I watched I mean. it again big. recently, up. and that's going to put this podcast on a list. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't 12 at the time. He was. <laughs> he was know. a 12 year old in a man's body. It was perfect. Yeah, I guess fine. that's true. He was still well. But, he's yeah. headed the 12 year old mind that was blown by whoever that. was. Who was the girl in that movie? The woman, excuse me. I don't remember. Um, oh, I just watched it too. Um, can't remember who it was. I she had an she eighty born? curly eighties. Was it Andy fro. McDowell or no? It wasn't like Meg Ryan. Was it Andy McDowell? Wasn't Meg Ryan? This is why we're not a movie yeah. podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us apparently have Google. <laughs> and now back to what's her name with <laughs> that what's that lady that one lady? Elizabeth Perkins. Oh, Elizabeth McGovern. Mongo- 
Bunk. Per- Perkins. Perkins, yes. Oh, Perkins. Perkins. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. What has it. she done lately? Uh, she was in Weeds. Apparently. Oh, my God. She was the best friend right. neighbor in Weeds. I just recently rewatched that entire series and completely <laughs> missed that. I've been inside for a long time. <laughs> so I, I was thinking of something to do with Big, and then I had thought of something like what Heather said with Walt Disney and something, well, yada, yada. But at this point, I want COVID gone so bad. I would eat. Walt Disney's corpse. If I thought that could get <laughs> get rid of COVID, it's frozen head. It won't be served on a buffet, but you know. no. That's right. would, <laughs> with the, with a side of his pickled cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Walt pickled cigarettes. What do I do now? Oh, our show is brought to you this week by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess, tell us what's happening in the theme parks. All right. Well, we've got another uh, theme park reopening. Um, On July 1st, Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea reopen to the public. Woohoo! Yeah. Not much more to know about that, but... They're following all the, yeah, there's all the, the guide, social distancing guidelines and masks and whatnot. So, and I think, uh, isn't Disneyland Paris opening up pretty quick here? I think so. They announced their reopening this week as well. I missed that completely. There's so much of that coming fast these days. So all of it, all of it is just, I think Disneyland is going to be the last thing yeah, to no, open. no updates on on that. So there's still no word. The last update was we don't know. <laughs> but did you see they, uh, the the void has unexpectedly closed for good with a notice on their uh, door that they no longer have uh, the rights to use any Disney IP. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. So not only are they closed, but there was a notice put on uh, like a legal notice put on their door that said that. They no longer have the rights to Disney IP. The one, so, the ones when that did both. This happen? And this was in downtown Disney in in yeah. uh, Disneyland oh. Resort. Yeah. Oh this man! This happened the other day. Weird. No word on the uh, that I've seen on the Disney Springs. That's one. crazy because yeah. the, both of those are great. The Wreck It Ralph one and the Star and Wars. And they worked with Disney to get these. Yeah. Things yeah. Somebody didn't pay somebody on time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think somebody missed their bill. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Okay, I would think no the void no. would be difficult to be clean now because you wear all that touchy crap on your yeah, face. Yeah, I, I don't see how they're going to be able to open that anytime soon. At, That's uh, true. They did. They did clean them all off in like you saw them doing it when they took it off you. They were wiping them all down. But yeah, that's just, still that's probably going to be some time before they. Oh, yeah. You know what? I just looked it up and it says it was a license agreement breach. Yeah. Permanently shut down. Yeah. So I guess I would I would assume at that point that they uh, didn't just they just didn't pay their bill. They were given a notice of event default and lease termination from the Walt Disney World Operating Participants Department. Well, I hate that. I never got to train. I wanted to do it. I know. I never got to do it. Yeah. It cites a breach of the Walt Disney Studios motion pictures license. Mm. Interesting. I wonder what they were doing that they weren't supposed to be. Not paying. <laughs> yeah, something. Secret late That's night sad. VR parties. Maybe they couldn't pay because they've been closed for however long. Yeah. That's possible. That's and then both of them were great. The Wreck-It Ralph one was just super fun. And the Star Wars was 
really immersive and, and then they had an avengers one out at um yeah Disneyland. that was yeah. i hadn't done that one i was looking yeah. forward to trying that there, there was one of those in the um, oculus train station at uh, ground by ground zero in new york down in that big cool mm. subway subway and train station oh yeah there was a void in there in that shopping mall yeah, yeah. Because I know that they had a, a, a Ghostbusters experience. Mm-hmm. Or bef- I think before they even ever went into Disney, Ghostbusters might have been one of them. Yeah, I had I'd ones. never done that one, but I read about it. They were they're very cool VR games. Well, Sad. some someone else something else. There. Home VR kits are getting cheaper. So once the COVID's gone, it. Disney will come up with their own. <laughs> that's what I'm yeah, thinking. Probably yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, do we have good news about Cirque or just bad news about Cirque? So, uh, yeah, actually, also um, Cirque du Soleil Drawn to Life. Uh, tickets are now on sale for their debut at Disney Springs, which will be on November 5th. A little bit late, but... Yeah, they were originally slated to open in April. Um, I'm not sure what happened that made them not open on time. I, I didn't yeah. do much research. Hmm, sorry. Hmm. Um, they got <laughs> cold feet. Yeah. Something. Uh, but yeah, they'll be opening November 5th. Uh, they're going to have uh, sh- shows daily at 5.30 p.m. And tickets are ranging from $79 to $179. Mm, pricey. Yeah. And I'm assuming that that's not going to be a uh, full capacity at any oh, time show. Sure. So no. you'll yeah. have room to spread out didn't and look at also, French clowns. Didn't they used to do two shows a night, too? Now they're I down believe to one. they did. I think yes, the old one, yeah. Early yeah. and a late. Yeah. And the, this new show is a journey into a world where an animator's desk becomes the stage and drawings come alive. I was so looking forward to this one. And then. Yeah, I still am since it ain't happened uh, well, yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, I think Good it's going to be great. I, I have to say, I do feel a little bit bad. Uh, it was it was only a matter of hours after we mentioned last after Jeff mentioned last week that they were probably going to have close to, to going bankrupt to, to go to declare bankruptcy that yeah. they did in fact and they declare did. bankruptcy. It's almost like yeah. we jinxed them. I know I, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Who knew the kind of power this podcast had? <laughs> that's some remotes and bags power. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Amy Reed. <laughs> We're real players. <laughs> Corporate mole. So have any of you guys ever been in a hot air balloon? I will never go in a hot air balloon. You will well, never I will go if it's on the ground. Hell no. I think I called it like a slow moving helicopter the last time. So we I'm I won't get in a helicopter and I won't do a hot air balloon. Right. Yeah. Same deal. I'm going to guess then that Jeff's not going to be interested in this new thing that's coming next year. And it's balloon trips into space. Yeah, that's a no for me. No. Dog. Oh, no. I think it looks... So cool. It's a Florida <laughs> company that's planning to fly passengers to the edge of space in a high tech version of a hot air balloon that will be a pilot and eight travelers riding in a pressurized capsule suspended from an enormous hydrogen blimp. What could go oh, wrong God, there? Hydrogen. There's <laughs> yeah. never been problems with uh, is, it, is that the thing? Gas. That's yeah. the thing that guy jumped out of for the Red Bull, right? He Free fall um, yeah. yes. Free yeah. fall. Is that an upcharge for that experience? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Is that at Disney this, Springs? <laughs> uh, Characters right in flight. Now it's a, so it's a company called Space Perspective, and they're scheduled. They've scheduled the first test flight of their spaceship Neptune, and it's going to launch from this. The test is going to launch from Kennedy Space Center, and then they're planning to have these all over the place. Um, Kennedy Space Center. One that's going to launch from Kodiak in Alaska. 
Uh, it looks like they have another one, another couple in the U.S. And it's going to be the low, low price of one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars for one ticket. What? Yeah. And it will be a six hour trip that will involve a two hour gentle ascent to through 99% of the Earth's atmosphere to 100,000 feet. Uh, no mention and of the then, descent. Yeah. Oh, well, you yeah. talk about it. <laughs> Gentle. Then you, so then, then you, uh, you, you orbit for about two hours and then the, uh, the descent includes splashing down into the ocean yes. and being picked up by Navy a ship. Bay? Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of factors here. <laughs> yeah, and it even has a bathroom in the middle, right? Like middle in front of, of everybody. <laughs> well, it's like a capsule in the middle of the. <laughs> it's like a, yeah, it's like prison style, just a it's toilet just a in the tube. middle of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're calling it. They're calling it the loo with the best view in the known universe. <laughs> <laughs> Does it recycle your pee into drinking water for the rest of the passengers? For the, like for, the, for, the, for your <laughs> just up there for two leisurely hours. two, two hours. <laughs> I, I, I can't go this long. Who's pee can I drink first? <laughs> I mean, it's so expensive, but I would totally do this. It looks really, really cool. Once again, I would not be the first person to do this, but I might consider being like the the one hundredth person. No way in heckfire I would ever do that. <laughs> well, as soon as I can get someone to buy me a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar ticket, I'm san- signing up. They are already taking reservations, so check it out. Anybody needs a buddy to come along, if as long as you pay my my ticket. You, you, you'll do it if they'll pay your hundred twenty five thousand dollars. Exactly. That's, That's a low use. price of only uh, six dollars a second. Yeah. Five, actually five seventy five. Oh, when you bargain. say it like that, can I just do it for 20 seconds? Yeah. yeah. The Just capsule the is, uh, Yes, exactly. <laughs> the capsule is designed by the same. Uh, company that's making uh, the passenger module for Elon Musk's Hyperloop transport system, Space Elevator. That's weird, too. I, that's I, the one I want to so do. weird, yes. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's not going to space. Do. I just, that's not oh, on my come list. come on. Mm-mm. I figure I, by the time it's really doable, I'm going to be really old. And yeah. heck, if I don't make it out, well, you know. Who cares? Yeah. And the, look, I mean, the thing about yeah, this one point. is it's half the price of Virgin Galactic. That's True. too fitty. I can't so ride this is a mission bargain. space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, it's yeah. Well, yeah, but it's a gentle ascent. The yeah, G forces are much it's, much it's lower. It's in a gentle balloon. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. And then it till, <laughs> on your way up, it hits a power line. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I knew we should have gotten a bigger field. Who put these power lines all the way up here? <laughs> well, then you get to splash down just like a real astronaut. Mm. So cool. A real astro hole. <laughs> no. All right. Well, yeah. I'll find another buddy to go to space with me. Mm-mm. Good luck with that. Would y'all do it? The other Maybe. three of you? Chess said he would you do know, it. If if yeah. if it was proven to be safe. Actually, yeah. It's and, not like there's an edge that I have to stand at. So right, like exactly. Have to do the sky and you don't have to jump out of the balloon. Right. 
Yeah. It's the part where it's going to burn up or something's going to go wrong. <laughs> There's no way that's going correctly. Yeah. It, one, what is 1% of the distance to outside the atmosphere? Because how worried do I have to be about accidentally going a little too far? Yeah, whoops. <laughs> we we <laughs> lost them. Oh, crap. <laughs> that's why they only do eight at a time. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I want to see there this many days without an accident sign. And then. Mm, okay. <laughs> that's that's fair. Just a little hash mark on the side of the barn they store it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the best travel hacks when you take your trips here's key to the world travel with just the tips just the tips just guys the this tip. week's just the this week's uh travel tip comes comes from uh a, a report a repeat tip tipper tip tipper tip giver, tipster tip tipster, tipster. There we go. a repeat tipster leah from virginia let's listen to what she has to say Hi, this is Leah Ferguson from Blacksburg, Virginia. I wanted to share one of my super travel tips with you. It doesn't matter where I'm going on uh, vacation or actually any time during uh, the summer months, especially I carry a powdered sunscreen in my purse. It's a little bit larger than um, a tube of lipstick and it has some powdered sunscreen and you kind of twist it open or close and it has a powder brush that you would put on um, for makeup and it's um, SPF 30 and it's fantastic. I can't buy it at Mosco online or Amazon. Uh, I think you can just get it from your dermatologist. It's fantastic. Um, super helpful when I'm in the park and I don't have to carry around a big backpack with a bunch of sunscreen. Um, I can just keep that around and it lasts for a really long time. I mean, it's really great for my daughter too. She's um, five years old, and it's really easy to put that on off the mess and fight and argue trying to put mm. some sort of sunscreen on her face. I love that stuff. I use it on my um, my part in my hair. I found out about it. Leah told me about it, actually, because I was complaining about how I always burn my part because I don't want to put greasy sunscreen in my hair. Mm, That's why I always have sun, sunburn on top of my head. Now, now I use that. It's fantastic. I hate when I burn my part. <laughs> Nobody, yeah. nobody likes a burned part. Yeah, that's, that's that, that was from the uh, paint panning session. <laughs> <laughs> that made me that made me think about how like the summer of 2020 is going to be marked by weird tan lines on your face. Where yes. basically like the Mask top half tan. of your yeah, bikini line, but on your mouth. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a hot so that with look. sunglasses. You're going to look really great. Well, well, I'm not familiar with the powdered sunscreen, but I wonder if I would like that. Is, it. Does it look like you're wearing powder, like a lady? No, it's a translucent powder, so it it <laughs> just sort of blends in. So what I started using like was, a lady. <laughs> what I started using was the kind that's like a like a bar, like almost like a deodorant bar. It's a stash. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great because I sweat a lot, and if I'm in the okay. parks, I don't want to stop and just put on like greasy sunscreen and sweat just and then have to go wash my hands. So that's like really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was looking mm-hmm. at that when I picked some up. We tried because that like the aerosol stuff. That, oh, yeah. That's the worst. And you, you end, end up, up breathing in half of it. Super yeah, oily. Half too. of it just goes out into the air. Yeah. You know, it just blows. The out. last time I was using the aerosol, I, it was an Epcot and I was spraying my arm and then I turned around and realized that somebody had parked their stroller right next to me. And I was basically <gasps> blasting this child in the face. A baby with, in the, with face. Like, the kids just like. <laughs> well, that baby Sorry, has ma'am. cancer, but it's not going to sunburn. <laughs> that kid's tongue did not get sunburned. So <laughs> I ran. Let's I totally see. just ran. Sorry. I was like. <laughs> You, you ran. Sorry, Glenn. family. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a coward. <laughs> I yep. would have done the same thing. 
Heather, you got you got some news about a new hotel in Nashville. Yeah, Richard Branson is taking over the world, you guys. So he's he's got a cruise line that nobody can cruise on yet. But <laughs> <laughs> he's got <laughs> one. He's doing it. <laughs> he's got his airline. He's he's trying to send people into space, and he also has Virgin Hotels, and they just opened one in Nashville that looks really cool. Can non-virgins just, stay there? Yes, and in fact, you'd probably like it a lot. There's a, it's got a rooftop pool that looks really spectacular. And apparently uh, the, I didn't realize Virgin Hotels was a thing. I didn't really I didn't know they had other ones. No, I didn't know. Uh, they have them in several locations. And one of the icons of the brand is they have a virtual assistant named Lucy who will help you with all of your needs. You can do everything from ordering room service to adjusting the temperature of your room. And they're touting this one as perfect for the pandemic because the rooms are every single room is made up of basically two areas. There's the the sleeping portion of it that they call uh, your chamber. And then they have a dressing room that's on the front of it and it's got uh, sliding doors. So if you don't want, if you, if you don't want anybody in the the part of the room where you sleep, you can just slide those doors closed and housekeeping will deliver your towels or drop Ooh. off your room service while you're on the other side of the door. So they've got an airlock. Kind of cool. Do they, do exactly. They, do they, are there nozzles in the airlock zone that spray decan- <laughs> decontamination? That would be spray? nice. <laughs> and they say that they, that with, with this opening in Nashville, they're, they've, they've uh, uploaded a new and improved Lucy for a completely touchless experience the whole time you're there. You can go stay at the hotel and never see anyone else. I think I dated her. Then you're going to miss that. (laughs) You should put those boy in the bubble gloves in the wall where you can like stick your hands through and like, (laughs) Uh, can you shake Lucy and have her deliver you champagne? Like you can. uh, Oh, I really hope so. (laughs) Wait, what is that? Is that on the cruise? That's, That's on the cruise. Yeah. You, you, if you have their app, they have a function on the app called Shake for Champagne. Oh. You just open the app and shake your phone and someone brings you some champagne. They Stop. find you presumably by... I need this GCS in my life. Because that's yes. what I need to be doing when I'm drunk is wildly throwing my phone around. <laughs> and they bring you some more. <laughs> more. The pictures of this hotel, it looks really beautiful. And the the rooftop lounge and bar and pool are phenomenal. So... I want to go to Nashville and check it out. Yeah, I've never actually really been to Nashville. I've driven through it a lot. Mm-hmm. I've only st- I've only stayed there a couple of times. It's a really fun city. I was really hoping you were going to tell us that he uh, took his Scarlet Lady cruise ship and just put it in dry dock just in the middle of the city. Put it in dry dock in Nashville, <laughs> yep. Tennessee. I, I got to get bodies in this thing somehow. <laughs> Might yeah. as well get some use out of it. Yeah. They are planning, the last I heard, they're planning to start sailing in October. They're going to, they're going to do their inaugurals in October and start doing Bahamas and Mexico runs in the fall. So fingers crossed that that does happen by the time the Scarlet lady gets her first sailors, as they call them, they'll be almost done with their next ship. So they need to, they need to get people cruising. So do all the cruise lines, really. So do all the travel agencies. Yes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we do. 
Uh, well, I've got a story about another uh, strange hotel for you guys. Ooh, uh, strange. This is like- it's actually a, a, there's like a little group of three hotels. Um, no Man's Island is uh, off of the coast of Portsmouth, England. And huh. they're actually okay. man. There's these three man-made island forts that they built uh, back when Napoleon was was a problem. Oh. Way back <laughs> oh. was a problem. <laughs> back in the time uh, when Napoleon. How was do you solve a problem ravaging. like Napoleon? So you're saying when Bill and Ted came out, right? Yeah. Well, yes. apparently, what, apparently, how you solve that problem is you build these perfectly <laughs> round, circular island forts out in the middle of the channel. And, hmm. um, Never heard of this. Yeah, they're really cool, and now they are hotels. They're cool. pretty swanky luxury hotels, actually. They've got, like, an actual lighthouse on there that they took the top room where the light is and turned oh, it into a cool. nice lounge with 360 views of the sea. And that yeah, that looks neat. awesome. Leather furniture. and uh, One neat thing about it was it sounds like from the description that they kind of do dining cruise ship style, so everybody converges on the dining room at dinner time and um to get covered together yes yeah. <laughs> um they also have treasure hunts through the original caves and tunnels underneath the fort uh oh yeah fun go search for treasure but uh yeah it's 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 really cool i don't know how to really describe it other than it's just a circular brick so fort. it looks <laughs> exactly like the raft, which is the superhero prison in Captain America: Civil War. Oh, yeah, it, okay, it looks exactly yeah. like the raft when it comes out of the water. Also, superhero when you go to the website in, in uh, Captain America: Civil War, oh, in yeah. the Marvel movies, it looks like the raft. And also, when you go to the website, there's a big pop up at the bottom that says, "We are a child-free venue." Oh, nice. <laughs> they are like, do not bring your child here. So what were these for? These were forts to that they were fighting off Napoleon from? They were to protect Portsmouth. I guess oh. those were naval ports or shipping ports, yep. I guess. Um, so they were to, to protect uh, that area from Napoleon and huh. the French Navy. Get Might your own well turn it into a hotel. Yeah, it looks like there's a, helico- <laughs> a helicopter landing pad on them. And Napoleon was known to be... Stealing everyone's tots and mm-hmm. helicopters too. Apparently, they have helicopters. <laughs> Wait, uh-huh. Napoleon was stealing people's helicopters. He said there's a helicopter landing pad <laughs> built into it. So I just That's assume that it always been emergencies <laughs> if you need to get out quickly and can't be ferried. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Um, they have nine bedroom suites on each of the islands. Your overnight stay package includes champagne reception, luxury bucks. Buffet lunch, a four course dinner, and a full English breakfast. Mm. Um, Beans got, on toast. They got bars, mm. hot pools, saunas, uh, spa, and um, stuff like that. Uh, pricing, depending on which island and how fancy it is, ranges from 299 pounds per night to 999 pounds per night. Mm, that's, so that's not terrible for a I'm luxury I'm not going to do the bath for you, but, but so whatever that adds up to be. I like it. That was Add that to my list yeah. of places I want to go to. Yes. I will do that for you, Jeff. You've, you're keeping my list for me, right? <laughs> right. Yes. Diligently and updating it constantly. Um, something something else happened at Universal? Oh, Just- yes. They're, uh, the Born Stuntacular is now open at Universal Orlando Resort. Stuntacular. I saw some B-roll footage of this recently. It looked pretty good. (laughs) Stuntacular is a perfectly cromulent word. So (laughs) 
You can't tell where the real world ends and the screen starts. No, you can't, apparently. Um, <laughs> I'm going to check this out this weekend, you guys, and yeah, report back. Report it back, does so, look yeah. super cool. Yeah, from the footage I've seen, it you you can't, well, you can't tell, but it's really well done. It looks pretty real. So for, for, for those that don't know, this is a, a new stunt show that's inspired by the Universal Pictures blockbuster Born film franchise, uh, and it delivers an all-new original storyline that takes place within the Born universe. Is Matt Damon going to be there? No, no, no. No, oh, no there's, they've got live performers, things like that. Uh, Julia Stiles reprises her role from the films, and I'm like, wow, how did they get her? Do you mean megastar oh, wow. Julia Stiles? Right. They actually <laughs> just took her from uh, her position where she was checking temperature temperatures in line <laughs> yeah. her to, she was like her oh, career oh, how far she has fallen yeah um but, but what it looks like it's actually pretty cool because um the the mandalorian uh series that was on disney plus uses a, a new technology that's um basically projected backgrounds that look photorealistic on screen um and apparently they're using that same technology for the awesome. backgrounds of the show yeah. mixed with vehicles that are programmed to move along with what's happening in the background and then live performers in front of that. So I, I've seen cool. some clips and it looks, it looks pretty cool. This Can't is wait. in the theater that used to have T2 in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is in the old T2. I picture that because that was kind of a small theater in there, but what they're doing looks huge. Yeah. It looks from about the B-roll the same. footage I saw. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> the capacity is about the same. It was, it was uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty medium, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's happening now, and and Heather, you'll bring us a full yeah. I'm gonna check it out this weekend when I'm at Universal. Tell us Let how you know. stuntacular it really is. I'll tell you how real it looks. Stuntacular. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do find the line where the screen ends and the mm-hmm. adventure, I'm you, gonna take a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, take a picture, annotate it. I, we'll put I it up. I dare on the you list. to try to find it. I'm gonna try. I bet you, you I can't. can find it. You Make can't sure do you it. I was, socially told, distance, I was told you cannot tell stand in front of it and point. real life begins, <laughs> ends and the screen begins. It's Anything short of that, I would demand a full refund. I will do that. I think the lines at Julia Stiles. Want my money back. <laughs> yeah. In between shows, she's, she can be found in the... <laughs> the, the Selling t-shirts at the gift shop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if she was a listener? <laughs> she's not well, going to be a listener anymore. anymore. She's got plenty of time. It's like her and Vin Diesel. I've just alienated both. Yes. <laughs> I am Surprisingly rude. enough, same person. Everybody doesn't know that same person. <laughs> Has anyone ever seen them in the same? Have you ever seen them at together? the same time? Exactly. <laughs> Coincidence? <laughs> I think not. <laughs> I always confuse Vin Diesel and Ving Rames. They don't look alike, but they're just they're they dumb. look nothing they alike. <laughs> just those dumb names. I never remember it's which just one. Stupid anyway. names. They're both bald. And they're both bald. Yeah, that's right. And venison. Sometimes when I'm eating venison, really I think his it's Vin real Diesel. Name. Would you rather be eating Vin Vin Diesel? Ah, uh, than venison. Big old thick slice of Vin. <laughs> no, his real name is Vin Hybrid, but it didn't sound manly enough. <laughs> visit to the atlas obscura again uh an explorer's guide to the world's hidden wonders Ooh, what have you got this week another hobo festival please no Ugh. i don't know if there's anything in this book that 
can top. Throw that oh, book out. A whole book convention. <laughs> but we're going to give it a shot this week. Uh, this week's entry is actually pretty difficult uh, to get to visit because it's in North Korea. Oh, mm. no yeah. thanks. Is that a dare? Uh, this, <laughs> That's a no from me, dog. Uh, we're going to visit the International Friendship Exhibition. <laughs> on what? Mount- in North Korea? <laughs> They're known for their friendliness. It used to be called the International Irony Convention. <laughs> uh, this is located on Mount Myohaeng in North Pyongyang. Oh, Pyongyang. Yeah. Uh, like all national leaders, former North Korean rulers Kim Jong-il and Kim Il-sung received gifts from international politicians during their reigns. Uniquely, these presents are all on display in a 120-room museum that aims to showcase the world's undying love for the deceased despots. <laughs> Many of the gifts, which number around 100,000, are modest tokens of diplomatic diplomatic etiquette. Vases, ashtrays, books, and pens. At the other extreme is the big ticket bounty received from communists, terrorists, and despotic leaders keen to <laughs> favor with North Wow. Korea. Apparently, animal trophies were a popular dictator-to-dictator gift. Fidel Castro <laughs> handed over a crocodile skin briefcase Eh, crocodile skin. Oh, We're talking about Fidel's yeah. crocs. Dictator to dictator. Yeah. That's <laughs> <It's> called docking. <laughs> uh, uh, while Nikolai Kisiscu, the, Nailed the it. Romanian dictator. He's Romanian, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Nikolai Trashvedgu. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he was overthrown and killed by his own people. Uh, he gave them a, a bear head mounted on a red satin pillow. Uh, a bear head on a pillow. Wow. Yeah. I think that means in the mafia that you're going to be like yeah. sleeping with the fishes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Joseph Stalin and Mao Zedong each took a bigger is better approach, uh, giving them a bulletproof limousine and an armored train car, respectively. At the end of Madeleine Albright's di- diplomatic trip to the country in 2000, the U.S. Secretary of State uh, presented Kim Jong-il with a basketball signed by Michael Jordan. The, <laughs> uh, the ball joins a Sony Walkman, a Casio keyboard, an Apple computer, and a soccer ball signed by Brazilian soccer great Pele. Uh, Among all the creative gifts, the most perplexing comes from Nicaragua's Sandinista revolutionaries who donated a stuffed upright alligator holding a wooden tray of cocktail glasses. (laughs) I have one of those. I want that. That sounds like something you'd (laughs) see in like Ricky Schroeder's room in Silver Spoon. (laughs) In the background when he drives by on the train. In order to see this collection of gifts, uh, you're required to wear white gloves and they will also provide you with fabric covers to wear over your shoes so you don't sully the floor with your filth. So I bring my prohibited. own. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's a two-hour drive from Pyongyang. If you're interested in, in, in uh, experiencing the International Friendship Exhibition, you're going to have to talk to Dennis Rodman or something because Key to the World <laughs> Travel can't help you there. Yeah, we can't send you to North Korea. Sorry. You, you, you didn't mention that actually the real Dennis Rodman is part of the museum. Yes. Yeah. He's dressed as uh, Wally the Gator holding the tray. <laughs> He's holding a tray of tricks. I brought you a tray of goodies. <laughs> He's like, like on the Flintstones. It's a living. It's a living. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, guys, uh, the summer is in full swing. It's uh, it's hot outside. And uh, it is hot when when the summer kicks in. I think a lot of us think of water parks. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure we all have at least one somewhere in our, our near vicinity. Um, today, I'm going to uh, tell you about a water park uh, that was known as the deadliest amusement park oh, no. in America. 
Wow. Um, so this is in a Vernon, New Jersey. Deadly water park. Deadliest. I mean, we're talking Ooh. real deadly. Uh, six confirmed deaths in the lifetime of this uh, water park called Action Park. It's it's relatively well known at this point. I've never for, heard of this. Yeah, it's um, it was in Vernon, New Jersey. Uh, it opened surprise, in 1978, surprise. which is also the year I opened. So, <laughs> just so you know. Um, or your mom know. did. Hey, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 this is wow. Oh, again, we have taken a turn. <laughs> you have another one of your white claws over there. Sit back for a minute. <laughs> uh, this was also nicknamed Traction Park and Class oh. Action Park. Oof. Uh, it had a reputation for its uh, poorly designed rides and undertrained underage staff uh, that oh, had no. <laughs> that had access to the copious amounts of beer that the park also sold um, and allowed oh. guests to just get extremely intoxicated on. I don't see what could go wrong. Yeah. So are we talking drownings or? Well, we're we're talking all sorts of of deaths, like things like. Um, Basically, the the thing that they're they're best known for is called the Cannonball Loop. This is what? an water slide. Yes, this is an enclosed drop slide with a complete vertical loop at the end. Um, it was open for only one month in the summer of 1985, oh, and then it was closed by the state's advisory board on carnival were amusement. All six deaths on this thing? Wow. No, surprisingly not. But um, basically, one one worker told the local newspaper that there were too many bloody noses and back injuries from riders Ugh. for them to to keep it open. And apparently, during the testing of it before they even opened it, uh, the test dummies they sent down <laughs> kept coming out dismembered and decapitated. So, <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> But they opened and they it anyway. still opened right. it. Right. And then a writer reportedly got stuck oh. at the top of the loop due to insufficient water pressure. And they had to put a hatch at the bottom <gasps> of the slope to allow for them to basically reach in and pull people out when they got oh, stuck. My word. <laughs> um, other rides wow. included uh, a sled ride, which was see, this is apparently on an old um, ski resort that. So this would be in the summer while the ski resort was closed. Mm. Um, so they had things like a slalom sled ride, which was one where like a guy fell off and smacked his head on a rock. Oh. Um, yeah, there there was. Another ride that included a you would ride down on a hard plastic sled, but it was it was down hills made of those metal rollers they have in factories where they like push boxes down. What? So yeah, if you if you spilled on that, you were done. You know, oh, so many places for fingers to get broken in there too between the little. Oh. So about how fast you get going on those rollers with the bearings in them. Though? Yeah, oh, I, I, Heather, I want you to try to take a guess for how long this park was open. A year. This this park was open until 2016. What? <laughs> Obviously, at some point um, in the, the late 80s, early 90s, they oh, sort no. of cracked down on it finally and, and put a lot more regulations into place. But did, did the people who owned this then go and design the Schlitterbahn? Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. it's a it's a or lot. No, like that was that, the name yeah. of the park. It wasn't yeah. the name of the ride that that. Oh, yeah. That was, big that big slide. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then for something it was called the neck snapper. Yes. For, yeah. for slot, the, cl- the clothesline. It was called the <laughs> you're going to lose your head. But it was called. Um, there is a movie based on this part called uh, Action Park starring Johnny Knoxville. 
Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently I've I've watched half of it. I really couldn't finish it. But the stunts that he does, he rides basically the rides that were popular in the park and the stunts that happen to him are are just like jackass. He actually hurts himself on these things. So <laughs> I love uh, those movies. I hate to admit it, but I do. Oh, looks, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, it's that I watched it just to watch him hurt himself on, mm-hmm. on these rides. But yeah, so if that doesn't wow. make you want to go to a water park. Well, yeah. you know what? I was thinking about going to Volcano Bay, but. Yeah, that sounds, maybe I'll just, that's more maybe my I'll speed. just hang out in a cabana. <laughs> yeah. If you check out Defunct Land on YouTube, they have yeah. has a good video about this with you oh. can see some of these these slides and stuff in action. Yeah. It's pretty good. This this yeah. looping slide, it looks like is like you're coming out. It looks like stuff they built in somebody's backyard off a tree. Yes. Oh yeah. I mean, Awful. look at the supports. There's only one pole. There's right one the pole holding the whole tube. <laughs> who yeah. was who was willing to go down that thing? They paid yeah. they paid workers $100 to to test it out <laughs> after they <laughs> feel, feel wow. they got it set safe enough to uh to do that but that's well, awful. This, and this isn't like they had like professional ride builders coming in. This is just oh, the owners yeah. of the park were like let's just do this. Some dudes uh, Let's get a cooler full of beer, a couple of hammers. Yeah. We got this. Yeah. We can build us a water floors. park. Yeah. <laughs> Corrugated uh, sewer pipe there. And we're yeah. Drunken teens in the 80s. You know. 2016. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Six deaths. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm glad I don't, won't have the opportunity to visit Action Park. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's a shame. I kind of wish I could. <laughs> Well, stick around because after the commercial break, we're going to be talking about those summer vacation staples, amusement parks, and roller coasters. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. You know, guys, there's only one problem with Ferris wheels and that's by the time that they've got everybody loaded and you've gone up and around four or five times you're more than ready to get off the dang thing mm-hmm. if your luck is anything like mine you get stuck at the top for what seems like at least half an hour which is perfect because that gives us just enough time to talk about amusement parks and roller coasters let's start with some info from Heather about how this whole crazy amusement park thing got yeah when we, when we decided we were going to talk about this it got me kind of thinking about what the first what where did the was the first amusement park what was the first theme park i think most of us think of the first theme park as true theme park as disneyland 
Although I did in in my research see that there is a there's a park in Indiana called Santa Claus Land that opened in the 40s that they try to claim the first true theme park title. I've seen some movies that were filmed there. Oh, they, really? They did movies in like the 50s and early 60s that are nightmare inducing. Oh, oh yeah. They're great. Have to, it's apparently in somewhere called Santa Claus, Indiana that I didn't even know existed. Nice. It was called Santa Claus Park. But so I looked up and actually the the title of world's first and oldest amusement park, because it's still operating, open in 1583 Whoa. in Denmark. Just north of Copenhagen, and it's Ooh, called it's colloquial known as Bakken, but I guess the the full name is Dyerhofsbakken, which means the Deer Pastures Hill. Do they have a dog fart switchback? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> the Hunderfrutter. <laughs> so the So it started out. It was it's a natural spring. <laughs> That was no, that was believed to have magical healing properties. So people would go to visit this place. And so many people went there that it, it, it attracted such large, large crowds that entertainers and hawkers and uh, people would, you know, roasting meats on a spit and that kind of thing <laughs> sprouted up and would stay there year round. And since 1583, continuously, it has operated as as a park. And it has added on um, a water park. And in the 30s, they built roller coasters. The first of six roller coasters that they built there in 1932 was called the Rutschbahnen, which is Danish for roller coaster. <laughs> hmm. Very, very original name. Gotta be the first. And it's still it's still going on there today. They Now they have a water park. They have... Uh, a movie theater, restaurants, lots of kiddie rides, shows, world's oldest amusement park. Hmm. The yeah, more you know. Your list. If you're a theme park enthusiast, you need to go to the first theme park ever. And it still exists. So I'm still sure that exists. I'm sure there's people that are. I'm sure there's still people that are complaining about like, well, the ticket price in 1782. <laughs> yeah. But right? now it's like 20 million times that. Well, Bob Hunderpruter is probably rolling in his grave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hasn't been the same since Bob Uger took over. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Uger. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the first theme park you ever went to? Six Flags over Georgia. Six Flags. I think we probably yeah. could have guessed that on, <laughs> on, from Jeff. Yeah, I went to that a lot of times. We lived in Huntsville. We had a little, it was called the Sertoma Playland. Uh, that was at a, there's like a city park in Huntsville that had this little, this is just a little kitty park, but it had the little roller coaster and Ferris wheel, merry-go-round. Well, I don't know, a bunch of different, it had 18 different little goofy rides but i went to that all the time and thought i was big stuff till we went when i was a little kid over to six flags and they're like oh this is big stuff <laughs> this is not that was now, like just tiny the really little kids like roller coasters and stuff oh yeah like carnival portable carnival kind of things right they had a zipper the mm -hmm. the one that 
the spinny they had a lot of those kind of spinny rides things like the octopus mm. arm things and the, oh, I yeah. love the octopus the one that was just a circle yes. that you stuck mm. to the wall but like the teenagers would get drunk gravi- and get on the and then they, yeah gravitron yeah. it was the out, outside kind not the interior kind but it was just like a, a wheel hamster wheel that would turn up on its side and there was always the one carney that worked in the middle that'd be like hey who wants to go fiesta yes <laughs> i always loved the tilt a whirl and so, those ugh. octopus rides are fun. It it kind of scares me now as an adult that now. yes that that we would get on those uh, carnival style ones that roam <laughs> the country that you know a, a bunch of carnies set that up every every few nights. Yeah. <laughs> Next to every ride, there's like a five gallon bucket of bolts of shit they didn't know what they were gonna <laughs> do with just sitting in a barrel. <laughs> but man, we love we love amusement rides. Yeah. I well, I'm not sure I would do it now, but mm. especially not the ones that are like traveling roller coasters. Like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not riding anything that you know is is taken apart and put back together again on a regular. Yeah. That's not. I'm yeah. okay with the ones at like county fairs, but mm-hmm. but the ones that set up in your strip mall parking lots. There's one here right those, now. Yeah, like we're in the middle of this pandemic, <laughs> and they're in just the shadiest old parking lot. It's about a mile from my house. And I noticed I drove by the other night. Like what they had, they had a not very many people up there. I feel bad. So the carnies are just as if their Do lives they- aren't depressing enough. <laughs> now there's a now there's a pandemic. But do they take Cole's cash? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, that's that what would you, expand you their throw horizons. the dart at a balloon and win Cole's cash. <laughs> There's a town near here that's hosting a pop-up carnival like that. Instead, they usually do a festival sometime in August. And so they had a bunch of carnies come in and set up their rides. And now you have to reserve. Basically, you're doing Disney park reservations, but for this <laughs> carnival. And a, limited, <laughs> a limited number of people in for two hours. And then they get everybody out, sanitize everything for half an hour. And oh. the next group of people. Oh. Wow. That's so for, uh, crazy. For a year in high school, I worked at a place in Atlanta called American Adventure. And uh, mm. it is, it was basically the Whitewater um, is the giant uh, water park in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And they opened up this sort of miniature amusement park theme park next door called American Adventure. And it was themed after, you know, turn of the century, like old timey carnival. And it had and it was all little kid rides. There was nothing like intense whatsoever. And Mm -hmm. for one horrible year, I worked as a ride operator wearing polyester shorts in the Georgia heat. (laughs) Only two at a time, please. Just dealing with these horrible children. And like it was during the summer, they would bring like groups like complete like field trips of kids from summer camps. So kids with no parents and just treat you like horrible. It was, it was the worst job I've ever had. Oh no. And what he's not telling you is that that was last summer. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying I just finished my shift. (laughs) He's he's still wearing his polyester jumpsuit. God, it was was a tough There's a lot of those smaller ones that we have one around here called Michigan's adventure. And it's a, it's it's a decent little amusement park. They've got a few really good roller coasters. There's a there's a corkscrew and a few other good ones. And there's a water park right next door. We have, a, it, we have a water park here. They opened Wet a place wild, called yeah. Vision Land. That I don't know why. It sounds like an eyeglasses place, but this is in Birmingham. <laughs> and so the vision was it was supposed to be like Martin Luther King kind of the vision of the future. That kind of thing. And it, it was just 
very poorly themed and wasn't very good. So then they opened this water park and the water park actually excelled and did well, but they had for whatever reason, just two great roller coasters and then like two carnival rides and then 15 or 20 water park rides. So they had like the wet park and the dry park. So we'd go there and spend the whole day at the water park and then go over and get on the thing. Alabama splash adventure. Yeah. It used to be Alabama Adventure, oh, then it was yeah. Alabama Splash Adventure, now it's Alabama Family Splash Adventure. So it's so sad, I just have to throw in that that while we were talking about it, I realized that I never found out if American Adventures was still around, and it's sadly closed now and abandoned, uh, and there's all these weird abandoned amusement park pictures now. So Just since your there's shift this morning? <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. That's that what that's what happened to my childhood amusement park uh, in Ohio. The, it was originally Geauga Lake. And it was, Geauga Lake, yeah. It was around for a really long time. It was one of those. Yeah, like, and then it, it was SeaWorld century. for a while, right? Well, SeaWorld was, was next door. Next door, yeah. And then Anheuser Busch decided they didn't want to run SeaWorld at all, or they didn't mm-hmm, want to run that something. one. And so. Geauga Lake bought SeaWorld, and they became a giant park. And then Six yes. Flags bought them, and they were actually the biggest theme park in the world for a while for a while. And then Cedar point bought them and shut them down because they didn't want the competition. They didn't want the competition. Yeah. Yeah, it was. They had some actually like they didn't ever have the biggest and the fastest roller coasters like uh, Cedar point, but they had a lot of like the cool, like roller coasters with no floors. And Mm -hmm. they had had one where you stand up on the seat. Mm -hmm. seat, Yeah. There's one of those at six flags over Georgia. Standing coaster. Yeah. And then a lot of the coasters from there moved to other when they shut down finally and they moved to other parks, but it's, and it's abandoned now and you could, there's all kinds of creepy pictures of the place Mm. just deteriorating just like that. We sometimes, Cedar Point was the, was my park as a kid. That's, it's about a four hour drive from here, but it was the place we always looked forward to going in the summer Although I never really, after my very first roller coaster experience was on the, the first hyper coaster ever, the Millennium Force, mm. and then I was forever terrified of roller coasters until just a few years ago. Mm. I didn't ride many of the big uh, coasters. They're there, known for they the coasters have, at that park, right? They are known for mm-hmm. huge coasters. And every year they add on some latest, greatest, new, huge thing. I, I would kind of stick to the, the, they have an old wooden coaster and um, the Iron Dragon was always my favorite. It was the one that it hangs. It's one of the kinds that hangs from the. Where your feet swing it, down, a, a you sit on a hanging coaster. Chair. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's underneath and it just, the, you don't get as many G forces on one like that. It's, it was kind of a lame world. I, I'd think it was lame now. <laughs> the G force, because it's on the outside loop so your g it's negative g's instead of positive yeah yeah I, I, isn't the one you're talking about kind of more like the pteranodon ride at universal yes not, it's not like the pteranodon flyers yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a little bit more intense than that but right but it's that yeah. style it's, it's not like the raptor like what jeff's thinking about right oh the yeah that's what is I'm actually about. a really yeah. cool coaster yeah. or like the, that, the, the riddler the or the one. batman at uh six flags yes. georgia exactly that one Raptor was put in uh, when I was a senior in high school, and that was like my, my our one of our senior class trips was to Cedar Point. Nineteen eighty one, right? Nineteen ninety four. Well, summer of nineteen ninety three, technically. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was 10 years old at the time. Oh, shut up, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, young. Uh, Heather was excited people. to talk about the Tilt-A-Whirl a while ago. And we yeah, I love to Tilt-A-Whirl. And they would have some, they had some stuff like that at Cedar Point. They had a, a kitty area and sort of a carnival ride, late, tame rides area. But most of their rides were huge and stuff like the Demon Drop which is one of those free fall rides that Ooh, I love those drop tower. It's free fall. And then you kind of, you end up on your back. That's the one they had it's one so of those weird. at six flags. Oh yeah. The, the free that, fall. That, yeah, yeah. It was just, yeah. it had a great name. It was called the 10 story free fall. The free fall. Oh. It's like snakes on a plane. There was no, you, you knew <laughs> yeah. what that was. Yeah. My brother and granddad went on that and I was uh, too chicken. I was little. I was probably eight, nine years old, something like that. 30. And I uh, was waiting with my grandmother while, while those two did it. And I heard just as they went to drop, my brother, who was a teenager at the time, and my granddad, who was an elderly person at the time, um, as most grandparents are. He was are, a granddad. They both yelled, oh, shit, the whole way down. They thought they were really funny to do that. And my grandmother just came unglued. That sweet Southern Baptist lady clutched her pearl so hard, I thought she was going to break her knuckles. <laughs> nice. Did she give them what for? When she they sure did. Lewis, you know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> has Kendra, Dan, has Kendra ever told you the pickle story from Cedar Point? Yeah, actually, you first told me the pickle story. <laughs> we talked show, about right? this on this show it. before. Did we already talk yeah. about Kendra getting hit in the head by the giant half-eaten pickle? <laughs> yeah, but she never told it to me until I went and asked her after. <laughs> after we, we it was the, the weirdest. It was kind of the first. Um, like adult trip that we I guess all it was if she's getting slapped with a pickle <laughs> when you get hit in the head with a pickle I don't get more adult right. than that <laughs> we drove ourselves there and we we stayed we didn't stay in a hotel we stayed at somebody's uh, parents had a like a summer place on the on the banks of Lake Erie over there in Ohio the great state of Ohio but it, we was it was we were leaving and we were waiting for everybody who had gone to go one more time on the top speed dragster or whatever that crazy thing was that opened that. Well, that's summer. the straight up and down one, right? Goes yes. up and twists and comes back down. One of those Oof. nuts, nuts. Oh, right. No, thanks. And we were so the, I was sitting with my two sisters at the front of the park and we were just talking and uh, so we were, I guess we must have been near a trash can. I'm not even sure. <laughs> son, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Kendra gets hit in the smack in the head with a half-eaten one of those humongous pickles that you find in a weirdly in an amusement park—a giant dill pickle. When it was Walt that. Disney in a gondola, like go to a Disney park, sucker! Yes. Yeah, we could not stop laughing for days about her. Hit and it was pickle. love at first sight, and that's the story of how I met your mother. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, kids, oh, that was the day so I got fun. hit in the face with a pickle. <laughs> I think Kendra and I were both chicken on that trip and didn't ride very many of the rides. But we did ride, they had one of those, um, it's kind of like Dr. Doom's free fall rides, where one side of it will shoot you up and the other side you slowly pulls you up and then drops mm -hmm. you. We did ride, uh, Hannah and I rode that while Kendra sat at the bottom and watched. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure I yelled something more than just, oh, shit. The ride, they have, the ride they have here that's like that, that shoots you up and then you fall back down like Dr. Dooms, uh, makes a sound. It, it's 
air compression that sends you up. So it goes mm-hmm. when it sends you up and every Wyatt, when we, he was little and we would take him to the water park and the dry part of the park here, he would ask what that was. And I would say they were vaporizing children who had misbehaved. <laughs> So we would go eat lunch at these picnic tables that were out by the parking lot because we were super poor and cheap. And he, we'd hear that, and he'd go, there goes another kid. It's very like Willy Wonka. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They're vaporizing children. Um, have you guys or would you ever do either those bungee cord launches or the similar no. Swing no. where they just put you in a harness and let you go even if it didn't fail it would make me vomit <laughs> yeah so i love watching the videos of people passing out i and do too coming yes. back and passing out but i don't want to do that no uh-huh. yeah, I, I can't they have them at all the beach towns too it's like a big arch you're talking about the arch <laughs> with the the car between it on a rubber band they just go twing yeah. shoot you up yes yeah. Mm-mm. Or there's ones where you're in a harness laying on your stomach and they pull you oh, up. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Ghost, you swing. No. Super oh, stuff. sort of like your Superman. Yeah, I yeah. might do that. They have one. that at Six Flags Over Georgia. It's over by the screen yeah. machine. And I, was, I sat and watched for like two hours trying to work up my nerve to go do it. And I, I did. <laughs> no, see, like, I like my face and my entire front yeah. of my body, which would be what would hit if that thing were to <laughs> yeah. break. Yeah. So you go a little too low and just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just no, I don't want. I that. never understood those things are always an upcharge at the at the amusement park. Who's paying extra to yeah to maybe to die? <laughs> yeah, Perhaps I've never die. bungee jumped or any, any of that. I don't Mm-mm. know. I can't do that. You, you I'll zipline. I do like ziplining, but now I, I weigh too line. much, so I can't zipline. But I love ziplining. I don't think I'd bungee jump. I don't know. You asked who would maybe. pay an upcharge to possibly die. I would say anybody flying American. Boom. Oh. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor, American Airlines. Uh, <laughs> um, what about you, Dan? Have you done bungee or any of that? Oh no, no. Um, I like to, I, I like to think that I would try it, but no, I, I'm too, I'm too scared. <laughs> yeah, I'm too old. I'm a wimp. I'm old. My back hurts. All those. I things. like theming. You know. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm more. Of I've a always wanted to go back, kind of girl. back to Cedar Point in the in the uh, fall because now they have Halloween themed thing there called Halloweekends. It's kind of like um, Halloween Horror Nights at Universal because they, you have all the extreme rides, but then they also have haunted houses and yeah. mazes and stuff. Yeah, they do that, that at really Six cool. Flags too. I've ne- I've never gone. I haven't been to Six Flags since Wyatt was a little kid. We'd been to Disney a few times. Like, let's go over to Six Flags and check that out. We went, and he was like, "This sucks." <laughs> <laughs> nope, take me back to Walt Disney yeah, World. Very much. The wrong order. It was hot. The lines were long for everything. I didn't buy the their version of Express Pass. It just was not a good scene. And the one thing he wanted to do, they used to have like a stunt show that was of the, uh, not super friends, but what a hall of justice, the justice, justice league, league thing. Yeah. They had a whole thing. Yeah. And we go there just for that and get over there. And I send like, send my wife over to get in line for the Batman. Wyatt and I go over to watch justice league. And they're like, Oh, they we're not running that show. Like what? It's not, it's on your website. The times every, I had checked ahead of time. It was there. And they're like, sorry, not today. Like, Oh man. So we were stuck just riding kitty rides. Mm. Have you ever done one of those things called a, the, I, 
think it's called, they call it a giant Frisbee. Have you seen these? It's like, I've, I've thrown know, a Frisbee like a before. It's like it, it, you're the, you're the writers are all sitting, seated on this circular thing. That's on the end of a, a, a and like a pendulum. Oh yes. God, no, no, no! And no. it swings back and With forth while spinning. Yeah, they have that at Six Flags, and there's one yeah. at Dollywood too. So you're Cedar spinning Point around a column that is swinging. And uh, yes, no, thank you. The one at Cedar Point is like super size, so it's extra gigantic. It is it's, enormous. Yeah. yeah, I'm not an extreme. I can't do a lot of spinning and swinging and any of that anymore. But as I've gotten older, the I guess it's the viscosity in your inner ear that makes it so mm-hmm. you're more prone to seasickness. I can't yeah. do it. I just get dizzy really quickly. So anything spinning around in a circle. Yeah. My desk chair. I like I'm spinning done. stuff. <laughs> Carrie and I went, we, dr- we drove from Birmingham over to Six Flags. We rode uh, the Viper, the coaster that strikes twice. And then... <laughs> So it rained the whole way we were there. And so when we got there, it stopped raining. There was nobody in the park. We could have ridden everything. So we rode this one spinny ride and she's like, let's ride it again. And then again. And then I, I said, we have to leave. We rode that <laughs> ride three times and one other ride. And I, so we'd been there about an hour and a half. And I was like, we're, we're out of here. And we drove three more hours back home. Like, I can't Because I'm going to vomit. Yes. Yeah, it just, my once my equilibrium screwed up like that, I'm out. I had a similar experience with Kendra. I took her, it was one of our first date nights after one of the kids was born and we got on the motorcycle and rode out to County Fair and we rode a couple of spinny rides and then the third ride we got on was that Tilt-A-Whirl and that damn Tilt-A-Whirl just ended the night for us. Like, well, no, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> nope, can't we do gotta it. We got to sit down. <laughs> What's the in- inside Tilt-A-Whirl thing that's like, it's like a... Space theme. They look. They they always look like a UFO, but it's inside. Uh, but you I spin. Think it's, and UFO. it's the same same thing. You're spinning, and then it the seers, the thing you lean on raises up. You know what I'm I talking about? That was the gravitron. gravitron. That's, that's the gravitron. gravitron. Yeah, that's the interior one. The tilt the world. I've never done one of those. So I was, I was in the gravitron. Uh, some friends of mine had gone to that thing at the state fair in Huntsville, Alabama, and. Someone vomited. No. And uh-uh. everybody <laughs> got slapped in the face with that guy's oh, vomit. It stuck to the wall. No. The puke stuck to the wall. And no. then everybody else started vomiting. No. No. So and that's, everyone in And there. that movie is called Stand By Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, was, uh, it was bad. There was a lot of vomiting and people were covered in it. And oh, that's Worst awesome. thing. I can, I can smell that night right now. Did you throw up? No, I did not. But I wanted nice. to. Ugh, there's just, I can't. I've never done the Gravitron because. Mm-mm. I did it I when like I was a kid. Yeah. That's okay. We used to have one. It didn't tilt up like that. It just stayed level. Mm-hmm. The floor dropped out from beneath you. Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. That's what this is. Like no, interior. And no. had like a DJ booth thing in the middle. There was one at yeah. the U.S. Space and Rocket Center too. But they're DJ <laughs> science. Well, speaking of things that are vom- potentially vomit inducing, I'm going to send you guys a YouTube link right now on your. Uh, Mobile devices. Yes. I thought we could have a, I thought maybe we could have a watch party for uh, this. King's Island. Orion. Uh, So Hmm. we talked about this roller coaster way back on the second episode of this show. We Uh, did. 
No, I don't want to try a month free of YouTube. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so this is the world's seventh giga coaster. Just, well, they finished building it and it can't be open. Well, the first it's, giga coaster was the first roller coaster I rode that made me terrified of coasters. The, um, the millennium force. Yeah. What's the giga so, coaster? Uh, a height or drop <laughs> of at least 300 feet. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. Three. Yep. Hundred feet. So let's let's. Uh, I'll I'll count down, and we can all press play together. And maybe the people at home, if they want to uh, search on YouTube, and we can all watch together. And did feel you, free to. Where did just, you send this? Oh, to your uh, gold key group chat. Oh, there we go. There. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who are you, people? I think we talked about uh, is the is the uh, the Mako at. SeaWorld, a giga coaster. I know it's a, a hyper coaster. coaster. Yeah, it's a hyper. That's over 200, right? It's over 200. They've got all yeah. of these classifications. Yeah, and the Goliath at uh, Six Flags is a, that's the only hyper coaster I had ridden for years before I went to the SeaWorld thing. Giga coaster. All right, are we watching right. this thing? Okay. Yeah. So I'll count it in. We'll count one, two, three. The audience, if they want to, they can listen and feel free to interject with your reactions too. This terrifying ride. Ah, bird. Right. Here we go with uh, uh, Orion at Kings Island. Three, two, one, go. Sorry. It's so very loud. I didn't mean to have my sound turned up there. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Okay, not so bad so far. We're just going up a hill. You know, I like launch coasters more than this. Oh, this one, this is a faster climb. But this is, yeah, I like launch coasters. I don't have time to poo yeah. in my pants waiting for the... This is a really fast I know, I don't climb, like, but it's look going over. and going. It's going for a really long time. Yeah, 300 look feet. over the side while I'm yeah, going we're, up. We're 33 seconds in, and it's still moving. It's and still it's going up. Falling up. And it's, okay, and it's going up now. I'm pants by now. Yeah. Oh, here we top. go. Look how high up you are. Wait, I got to pee. Dear sweet Jesus, look how high up it is. Oh, my God. Oh, you no, can't no, see no. the Oh, did it? No. No, no, no. no this you. is one of those tracks that sort <laughs> of the drop sort of curves backwards. It looks yeah, it looks, it looks really good. smooth and awesome. Ooh, though. it does look smooth. Now it looks really fun. That I first drop, those. I don't know, but this, yeah, yeah, would that's, absolutely. That's always the thing about these coasters. That hill is what makes me not want to do it. Everything yeah. else looks really but smooth. But all the rest of this is very smooth and lots of little hills. Yeah, there's not a lot of like sharp thing like sharp hills or anything yep. like first that. one's so big the rest is just yeah. gravity fed well i mean but look at how yeah. big this hill we just went down was still pretty big and it's not the signature right. drop yeah this one we're just on was taller than that wooden roller coaster on yeah the side of us so it's yeah, and it's like Ooh, a this baby is a bunny long hill. ride too that's yeah. what she said warehouse is next to you <laughs> huh. mm. i actually think i might do this one if I'm Where's ever King's at Kings Island. Island. Yeah, where is that? That's in Cincinnati? Ohio. Yes, in Ohio. Well, never mind. When I said I like <laughs> theming, I'm going to have to point out that the piles of rocks that they just have laying around really aren't much to look <laughs> yeah. at when you're waiting. I don't know. No, this wait a second. Weird wait a second. tan silo building over here looks pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> what used to be in the middle of Disneyland before they built the Matterhorn, guys? I don't know. A it was pile a big of pile of dirt and rocks that they, called, <laughs> that they called Holiday Hill, and they put some picnic tables on. What? Are you serious right that, now? Uh, yes, it's all in how you sell it. They haven't sold these piles of rocks to me. If they were a yeah. picnic table and there a sign. a pile of dirt that they called Holiday Hill. Uh, yeah, they, that's where they dug up the lagoon, oh, I think, for funny. the subs. And 
that's where all the yes. workers who died. Yeah, they had an outside like picnic rodeo land area too that was off like outside yeah. Tomorrowland. Which was their opening day, and they sold beer there. So mm-hmm. technically, oh. mm-hmm. yeah. have, have, have um, either of you ever been to Six Flags uh, Magic Mountain? No. Out in California? I did years ago before it was Six Flags. It was just Magic Mountain. Mm-hmm. It's got some pretty, pretty. We went there. We did. We, we went out all over California. We did Magic Mountain. We did Knott's Berry Farm. We did Disneyland. And we did a Padres game. Knott's Berry Farm is what I want to do at some point. Probably I've my next trip out to California. Either. Yeah. I did a little bit of research. Now I, I was going to share some stuff about Knott's. Yes. Yeah. I've always been interested in it too. And there's a now lot of. Why is it called Knott's Berry Farm? Is it Because it was, was it a berry farm a uh-huh. by it the was, Knott's yeah. family. And huh. the Knott's family is responsible for the boysenberry. Well, for, oh. for bringing it to popularity. There's I wondered who was responsible for this. Who is responsible? That's who I'm for sending my letters to. <laughs> turns out, turns out there's this dude named Boysen who made this hybrid berry, but he couldn't get it to take off, and he just let the vines kind of die out in his backyard. And then the Knot family, the guy or Knots, bought bought the vines and brought them back to life and marketed them, and now yeah. we all love Boysenberries. I like knew, that. I knew that guy's daughter. That girl is poison. <laughs> <laughs> and so they just, they decided to build an amusement park? How well, long and see, here's there? the thing. So Knott's claims to be the oldest theme park yep. in America because oh. they opened in 1920. But that's complete BS. In 1920. <laughs> it was a tour of a jam factory. It was a roadside berry stand. Oh, with like not a theme tables. park. Right. And yeah. then gradually through in the 40s, they started adding small attractions and stuff. And they had like, they manufactured their own Wild West ghost town and, oh. and small things like that. They didn't have rides, it looks like, until like, I think the 50s. So claiming to be the oldest theme park in America is a little bit back in our root stand days. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You could get a jar of jam and make your own ride. (laughs) Right on the back of the pickup truck. I don't know. Yeah, That's an e-ticket. And and their theme there is all like old timey America, which actually I thought was kind of interesting, makes them really popular with conservative groups like the, the college Republicans or like, Groups like that oh. like to take trips there because it's like old time. Back when America was great. Values. Yeah. yeah. Um, Isn't there also, a Santa convention that always goes to Knott's Berry Farm one weekend and they all ride the indeed. rides in their, in their Santa costumes? Yeah. Um, there's also some interesting early Disney ties because Walt went there and stole a lot of ideas <laughs> for Disneyland. And he didn't even really hide it. He just went and would talk to the guy that owned it and the operators and learn as much as he could. But um, it's actually, he got the idea from, you know how pretty much all of the queues at the Disney parks start out, out in the open. So you can see there's a line there, but mm-hmm. then eventually they go inside so that they're hidden. So you can't tell just how long it is. Uh-huh. Well, he was originally, you could see the whole line and then he was having problems with people turning away from rides if they decided Sorry, attractions. We don't have rides. Attractions. If, yeah. if the lines look like they're too long and they went to Knott's Berry Farm and you saw, oh, hey, they hide two thirds ah. of the line inside a building and then people are stuck by the time they get to the long part. <laughs> yeah. So he, he stole that idea from them. Like Mr. Toad's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All mostly inside. They also, at Disneyland had the, the mine train through Nature's Wonderland that 
loosely inspired Big Thunder. And that's where they had like the crystal caverns with those colored waterfalls and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that was inspired by a Calico Mine Train ride that they had at Knott's Berry Farm. Interesting. Um, not the so Dahlonega Mine Train at Six Flags? Oh. Back when I was a kid, that was just called the Mine Train. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. They didn't add the Dahlonega part until later on. <laughs> Maybe it was that when I was a kid. Um, but then I, so I had heard those stories from books about Disney history before, but what I didn't know is apparently not that long ago, uh, Disney had the chance to, uh, they nearly bought Knott's Berry. Oh, and, um, but then the Knott's family, uh, it's owned by Cedar Fair now mm, uh, and Cedar long, Fair wanted Cedar to sell it out and- to Disney. And the Knott's family said, no, you can't do that. They're going to tear tear out all the stuff that's historical there. But they wanted to put Walt Disney's America there, which mm-hmm. was supposed to go Oh, yeah, the ill-fated Washington, D.C. Uh, Washington, yeah. Park. Yeah, they wanted to put that in Knott's Berry Farm instead. So. Oh, interesting. I never I knew that. that. Neat. So, yeah, they got a lot of the hokey, old-timey stuff. Kind of like Cedar Point's got a section that looks like that, too. Mm-hmm. Blacksmiths and candle making, like yes, we talked about yeah. last time. Man, that is, I'm a sucker that for is that. just theme park 101. If you can't get can some, some saltwater taffy and see somebody blow glass or exactly blacksmith, you're not doing it right. There's so many great places all over the country that you could you can do, get to places like this. If no. you're if you're looking for a road trip this summer, but are a theme park enthusiast, yeah, and a lot of those amusement parks are opening up. Uh, oh yeah, either have or are opening up soon. Mm-hmm. So, or well, Cedar Point is opening so um, in the next week. I think I saw July 9th. Oh, that's a shame. This late, they're just now yeah. opening. Mm-hmm. And Dolly Dollywood's already open. We have some some folks who some friends that we've uh, seen go there in the last few weeks. I love to go to Dollywood. It, I've, yeah. I've always been kind of fascinated. That whole, it. I, we should cool. all, we should do a key to the world trip to Gatlinburg area. Mm-hmm. That'd be a lot of fun. Sure. Key Dollywood. Dollywood, like in the late eighties, I think it was still called silver dollar city at the time. And yeah, yes, that's, I haven't been to Dollywood actually since Takes it the reached highway me, in I the loved sky. silver dollar city yeah. before that was what yeehaw junction or something like that. Yeehaw <laughs> well, junction. there was Ar- yeah. um, Archie Campbell's hee-haw village. Was right down from there. Was this a hee haw themed mm-hmm. establishment? Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah, no. It was, it was themed after this... Night Court. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. I'm sad to have missed that. I loved, used to watch hee haw. John Lara Cat ride was amazing. <laughs> no, no. The Bull Kids Play area. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Post Fudge Factory. <laughs> It's the first time Marky Post's name has been said in 20 years. (laughs) Careful, if you say it one more time, you might appear. She's a listener. Marky Post, Marky Post, Marky Post. All of a sudden you get a mullet. (laughs) No, no. That took a turn. (laughs) It always does. Has there been a week that we haven't said that? (laughs) What's the biggest roller coaster you guys have ever done? I think mine is the Mantis, or not the Mantis, the Mako. Yeah, that's Uh, probably, that or the Goliath are very similar. That's probably it for me, too. If the Millennium Force is big, I'm trying to think if it's bigger than the Mako. I don't remember. I only wrote it that one time and then swore off roller coasters forever. My my biggest is is the... um, the Hulk, but I, I, I do love the Hulk. I want to get on the Beast someday. You guys know the Beast? 
the beast? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, is where that is at this? King's Island? It's, where is it? It's a gigantic wooden roller coaster. Like, oh, wouldn't, I hate wooden roller coasters. But it's really cool because it goes down the side of like the foothills um, through the woods. So most of the time you're actually not that high. You're oh, low and it follows it's, the Yeah, it's at King's Island. I, mm-hmm. I, I, it's like two, it's hmm. like. It's the second longest roller coaster in North America. Yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's what four minute long roller coaster. Wow! I was trying to look at how many. They've been on longer. Uh, seven seven thousand three hundred feet long. Oof. So mile and a half of roller coaster. Wooden roller coasters are so. Yeah, but the girth bumpy. is more important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks smaller up close. This way. Of it <laughs> you get you get to the top of the lift hill, and there's a sign over the crest of the hill that says "Do not stand up." Yeah. Or you will lose no, your head. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> Fall right out at the lap bar. Yeah. So don't do that. That's my goal. I'm not sure whether I want to get on that the new one that SeaWorld has just built, the icebreaker that we talked about. That's one of those. um, Is it a giga coaster? Worse than straight down. It's one that goes. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a ridiculous degree drop. It turns upside down, stops, and then shakes back and forth until all the change (laughs) falls out of your pockets. Oh, no. Now, those are the ones that I have no interest in, is the ones where you get to the top of the hill. It hangs there. And it pivots. Yeah. Oh, the track, like the whole track, like pivots. Yeah. That's too many no. moving parts. Uh-uh. I need the track to be one continuous piece the whole time I'm on it. Oh, but you ride Expedition Everest all the time. And that has a That's track true. That's just a switch, though. You're not like yeah, that's pivoting true. and you having to connect it or not. Yeah. 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 No, thanks. I, yeah, I don't want, I don't want anything to do with that. This- I, saw, I saw a crazy Japanese roller coaster that... <laughs> what? Does, of course, it's the Japanese. That does 10 corks. It's not corkscrews. It's similar. It's that heartline roll that's like a tighter turn. Ooh. It does 10 of them in a row. You get you go Gross. straight and it's just... Ooh, no. <clears throat> Those actually make me sick to even watch like the POV YouTube videos on when they start doing that tight thing. and like, oh, I can't even do that. No, thanks. I think that's <laughs> that's a guarantee to vomit. Mm-hmm. Those Asian and and Europe, European amusement parks. So someday I'd like to visit some or, or even just talk about them. I, I've been watching. I mean, some. Jess talks about penis parks all over Asia every week. <laughs> it's true. I was thinking less penis centric. Oh, more, more coaster. More I've talked about some less crotch centric Japanese yes, theme parks. Yes, strange, strange dark rides and stuff. There's some really good European ones. Especially yeah, they, they go over the top over there with... Yeah. Especially the theming and the uh, yeah, there's some crazy European ones that are like spinning rides where there's you're like thirty across and it just like flips you around like a rotisserie on a grill. No, no. thank you. (laughs) I've come around to roller coasters, but I don't want to be a human bungee (laughs) slingshot. Any of that. (laughs) Everest is really the only roller coaster I still ride. That's as intense as it'll get for me, and I don't know. It's it's fine, but I don't know. I'm I'm. Everest beats me up a little bit. It does. It it beats me up too, but I kind of know it so well now. You know where to lean. I can ride it. And I know exactly like, yeah, how to take it. If we hit up SeaWorld, you'll have to go watch the penguins while we ride. (laughs) Oh, that's fine. Those are my favorite animals. That, the hypercoaster at SeaWorld is so smooth it wouldn't hurt you a bit. Uh, it is. Honestly, That's what I me, love about them. For me, it's the it's the restraints. The restraints have to if they sit at a weird spot on me, 
Uh, I have sciatica. It oh, just makes be, it go insane. You'd be insane. fine on Mako because it's not over your, it doesn't come over your shoulders. Right. And if it has just like a sort of a, lap. a deep drop in the seat itself, which a lot of them do. A deep drop in the seat. A lot of the seats are tilted <laughs> back these days. So your knees are raised up so oh, that I you're, you're, you're wedged yeah. into the seat. So yeah. that's what I don't like about I, why I prefer steel coasters to, wo- to wood roller coasters is because they're the wooden ones just so beat the crap out of you the one yeah, that was here in yeah. town was it's a rickety punch. as hell it was fun but i thought every time i was going to come out of there black and blue well, did you ever ride the scream machine at, at six yes yeah, yeah the one yeah, we had that was, was similar even when i was a kid that thing sounded like it was gonna fall apart mm-hmm. and <laughs> that's I'm, half the fun though those chain yeah. lifts when you clack 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 going up and then you skip it's just like you always slip there's one or two times when you go and then it catches again like whoa that, like, should we be on this <laughs> those wooden coasters are the only things i would ride until i was like 26 and wow my my future wife i had to not look like a wuss in front of her so i went <laughs> on my first uh, inverted roller coaster which one was it uh maverick at at cedar point. point it's so sad this was the this year is cedar point's 150th anniversary yeah and they've had to postpone all of their celebrations and opening of their new ride was that back when they were a fruit stand pandemic (laughs) (laughs) there was a hayride (laughs) they opened in 1870 and their first roller coaster opened in 1892 Oh, it wasn't that long. You had to drag the cart to the top of the hill by <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and people complain now about how long it takes for a ride to be built. Jesus. <laughs> well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to head out to an amusement park to ride some coasters or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a fun house full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the theme park professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of uh, bear-punching, baby-jumping, globe-trotting jackass, we'd really appreciate it if you could send them our way. Can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. Don't go to flu. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold key adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.